0: All right, welcome into another edition of First in Pod. I'm Andrew Filippone. We have a special guest host tonight. Danny Parkins couldn't be with us. Danny's got some family stuff, personal stuff going on that we'll talk about when he rejoins us on the show, probably Sunday night after the full Week 11 slate wraps up. For those of you out there who don't know Zach, number one, F off, shame on you. Zach (laughs) from CBS Sports Radio does a great job. He's on 6 to 10 Eastern Time. A lot of the big interviews and things that get disseminated from CBS Sports Radio are because of uh, the great legwork Zach does to track down great people. And he's one of the uh, great up and comers in this business. So when I, found, when I found out, Zach, that you were going to fill in for Danny, I was actually really excited. I think our podcast listeners will really like that. And I don't think outside of an interview, you and I have really ever done
2: a show together, right? No, uh, n- not whatsoever. And, and I will say this. Uh, when you were saying F off, I was thinking it as well. If you don't know who I am, F off. So it's better that you say it than me because then people will think I'm an egotistical jerk. Yeah. So good introduction. I and like a lot it. of
0: a lot of people in our business are. So that would be. Yeah, I'm not. I actually course.
2: think I'm happen to be like a nice guy. But there are a lot of uh, pain in the asses in this business. No doubt. OK, so
0: at, at the time of this taping, the Packers have just lost to the Titans. Twenty seven seventeen. We go through all the games on this show, Zach. Um, we don't always go deep on both teams, but I actually do with this game. Now you do a national show. And if you were on right after this game, you'd probably concentrate on the Packers because of what the loss means to their season. Their season is, is practically over. I think the question now becomes for me, the most interesting thing about the rest of green Bay season is Zach, when do they decide to play Jordan love? And when they do make that decision, How does Aaron Rodgers handle that? Is this Eli Manning getting benched for Geno Smith in New York? Does he embrace that? Is he okay with maybe taking a mental break with their season over? Take me through how Zach Gelb feels about the machinations of what Green Bay does with their quarterback position the rest of the way.
2: Yeah, next year, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's going to be the starting quarterback, but you do get into that conversation. When do you start to play Jordan Love? I would think the final two weeks of the season. And part of me would say that's it I, only if, two games. Yeah. I, I think it would only be the final two games of the season. Do you know how humiliating that would be for Aaron Rodgers? And I don't think he could take it. Even though he says he doesn't care about the narrative. I don't think he could take it with everyone bashing him. If he was actually benched for the final five, six games of the season, whatever it is. And that's the thing. I don't know how he's going to react because part of me gets a vibe from Rodgers that he just doesn't care anymore. So, if he really doesn't care, well, then all care, the more
0: reason to go to yes,
2: love, start the ponchacarma cleanse, do some ayahuasca, and then go and enjoy your offseason early. Well, if they had just, uh, if their backup quarterback
0: was a Colt McCoy type, type, I wouldn't bring this up. They got to figure out what Jordan Love is. And most people see. But shouldn't sure they know the... what Jordan Love is by now? Well, no, not really, because how many regular season games has he played in, in Zach 1 that Chiefs came yeah, last City. year? Mm hmm. Yeah, so I mean, but he's the, in your facility every day. Yeah, and you drafted
2: I, I, him in the first round,
0: right? Uh, to me, even when they gave Rodgers the new deal, it was a sign that that Love was not the heir apparent and successor there. But you used a first round pick on him. He was a raw player out of Utah State. If your season isn't going anywhere, even if you are under the impression Rodgers is going to come back next year, I think you let Love put a body of work out there because. He might turn into a trade chip for you, like they need assets, whether that's draft picks or clearly position players, you know, skill players, wide receivers, and maybe love helps you get that. I'm not convinced he's w- he will, but I would not want to fritter away the last month of the season or last six or seven games, Zach, just going to Aaron Rodgers to kind of pump his tires because he's your all-time.
2: You he's he's your franchise quarterback. I would not want to do that. So this is why you would also continue to play Rodgers, though, because you have to find a way to salvage something from this season. He's starting to develop a little chemistry with Christian Watson. I think those reps are important so you can at least get a receiver or two that's already on this team to continue to develop so you at least have them next year ready to go full go when you start next season for one last potential uh, long shot at a Super Bowl. All right, so the Tennessee side of this game,
0: Tennessee, we killed that, we've killed that team on this podcast really the entire year. Yeah. They're seven and three. They get no respect. They win this game convincingly. At some point, people like me have to stand up and say the Titans are actually a good team. And the thing that proves that more than anything else, Zach is their loss to Kansas city because they went there with Malik Willis and took that game into overtime. They they've won six to seven. That's their only loss. Their other loss was to the giants. I think everyone came into the season thinking that they lose AJ Brown. They're going to take a huge step back. And plus when they got embarrassed by the bills, they got written off. Zach, they're going to win 11 or 12 games and they're going to have a home playoff game again And I think it's going to, up until that
2: point, they're going to be disrespected and disregarded the entire time. So they're a good team. You said it. They're at times a very good team. They're not a great team because of one player and one player only. They don't have a quarterback in Ryan Tannehill that you say, wow, that's our guy in a big moment. He's going to make a a, a great throw and and, and go win a game. Like look at last year. They were without Derrick Henry since October 31st. They were the number one overall seed. Vrabel is a heck of a coach. He's a great coach, top yep. five coach in the league. But then come playoff time, Tannehill's throwing three interceptions to the Bengals. That yeah, is once again going to be the game, flaw. But the year before that, he went to New England and Baltimore. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there. But guess what? It's never going to be enough when you are in that market of a team that has been so close and trying to get to the Super Bowl for him to play three great games consistently to do enough to win well but they don't they don't have the roster for that though
0: I mean to 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 me where they are right now they've beaten the bad teams on their schedule and now they're getting into a point where their record solidifies their playoff spot they have Cincinnati Dallas on the schedule there are games that are going to be opportunities for them to prove to people like you and me that they can win a playoff game or two again this year but when I say you say they're a good team I thought the expectation for them this year was to win like six or seven games. Yeah, I didn't like they happen in their deal. off season, mm-hmm. right? I mean, their offensive line has gotten worse. Luon is out at left tackle. They've got some scrub in there. Uh, their defense makes plays. Simmons and Bayard. So, and Vrabel. Vrabel is probably a top five coach in the NFL. Would you agree
2: with that? Yeah, I had him in my top five before the year started. I, I've been a big fan of Mike Vrabel because he wins with less,
1: selling a little or a lot. to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
0: Alright Zach, so let's get into the games now for this weekend. Starting with the Cowboys and Vikings Sunday afternoon. Explain to
2: me, in, in your opinion, how the Cowboys are favored in this game. Because Vegas thinks that Minnesota off a big win is going to have a letdown and they're begging you to plus the points with Minnesota and they're expecting Dallas to bounce back. That's why Dallas. Do is you agree with that? I think it's going to be a close game. I think this is going to be a field goal game. I would slightly lean Dallas and I've been someone that's been a fan of Minnesota. I didn't think that they were going to be the NFC North champions this year and beat eight and one but I thought they were one of my teams that I felt very good about being a wildcard team before the season started. Um, I think this will be another toss-up. Vikings are bound to lose a close game I think it happens this week, which goes against everything I said the entire year when it comes to Dallas. Yeah, so I never why are you flipping Dak on it now? Game. Why are you trusting them in this game? It's just the timing of it. Dallas coming off a crushing loss where they blew a lead up against the Packers. The Vikings coming off a win against one of the great games that you'll see in a regular season. I just think there's a letdown here for Minnesota. They're due to lose. Uh, I think
0: Minnesota is getting killed by the analytics people because when they were bad, they still managed to win those games. I think their roster is actually close to their record. You know, I think their overall team talent on offense. I put it up against anybody in the league. Miami would be there too. Kansas City, because of Mahomes, obviously Allen and Buffalo when he's right. Their line is excellent. They're excellent. Cook, Cousins, Jefferson. And the biggest offseason acquisition. Uh, I mean, how about how about Darius Smith?
2: Right. Well, that so that does not get talked about.
0: The enough. coach too. So yeah. They have won a lot of close games. They haven't looked really good in some of those games. But I feel like they've let... To me, they're not a lucky team like maybe the Giants where the roster doesn't match their record. I think this team, outside of the Philadelphia game, I think they, they have not been overmatched or overwhelmed in any game. So I like them here. I think the Cowboys, they can't stop the run. And Dak has not been good, Zach. Zach. Dak has six touchdowns to four interceptions. He, he, he returned against bad defenses in Detroit and Chicago. I'm not convinced that he's, he's better than Cooper Rush, but I've not seen franchise quarterback, elite quarterback Dak one time yet this year. And I don't yeah. think it starts in Minnesota.
2: I, I've been saying for a while with Dak Prescott. I think he's a very good quarterback. He's paid like a great quarterback. But on the flip side, I think why there's still a lot of skepticism with the Vikings, even though they're loaded. And I agree with everything that you just said with the roster they have because of Cousins. And it's sort of like now we've already seen that they're going to be in the playoffs. So can Kirk Cousins go out and perform back to back to back weeks in a postseason when the NFC is wide open and anyone can get to the Super Bowl in the NFC? Eagles and Colts. Do you think NFL media owes Jeff Saturday an apology? I It was over the top. Uh, I didn't agree with the hire, but when you have Joe Thomas saying it's one of the most egregious things he's ever seen, like, how let's just Coward? take it a little, little bit easier. Uh, how about power? Yeah. It, 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 it's that too dramatic. Yeah, we, it we, we sometimes do this in sports where it's so serious. We get so passionate that we make it seem like it's more important than what it actually is. That's what this was. And you knew, you absolutely knew that was going to be a close game. Uh, up against the Raiders last week, and they ended up winning it. They're not going to win this game, though, this week. I think Philadelphia rolls them. Why, though? Uh, I think Philadelphia bounces back off their first bad performance of the year. Jalen Hurts is unbelievable uh, with what he's done so far. I know A.J. Brown's a little bit banged up. No Dallas Goddard, so that's a concern. And then I just like the mentality, what Philadelphia's doing all throughout the year. They added an Adamic in suit today. I don't know if he's going to play or not. You see Linval Joseph, they just keep on adding names and t- and telling that locker room, we're going for it. I like the vibe on that team. Their rush
0: defense with without Jordan Davis is a night and day change. And now you're going up against a team that just rushed yeah. for 207 yards where that's like Jeff Saturday's bread and butter.
2: Matt Ryan, though, not a mobile quarterback. And I think that comes back to bite them. Uh, this week, even though he should be starting, you know who you have. I don't think they're going to throw Jonathan the ball Taylor. that much.
0: I think they're going to force Philadelphia to stop the run
2: and we'll see if they could do it. Yeah, I mean, you, I you have to think you could adjust eventually. Like, I, does I, Jonathan I, think Gannon have a pulse? I, I, well, they beat the chiefs in Indy. Yeah. So. The kicker couldn't make a kick though. Well, they were okay, but
0: it was still 20 to 17. I mean, mm-hmm. even if the kicker makes some kicks, it's not like uh, the chiefs went in there and, you know, scored 30 plus points and Mahomes looked like, Classic Mahomes. Um, I do. Th- I. I think the Saturday thing. My biggest. My my biggest issue with it. Is that they make it seem like this kind of stuff does not go on in other industries where talented people don't have to pay their dues.
2: How about the broadcasting world? Right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and guess what? Some of those people that come in with no training are great at it. Mm-hmm. Are incredible at it. Romo is one of those guys. Yeah. Romo was phenomenal. And, right, so and for every hear, Romo, there's a Jason Witten. you know, right, so it so goes you, both ways. So you hear all the time about how these, how these guys say football is not a complicated game. And then as soon as somebody gets hired without being an assistant coach, they try to have it both ways and say, well, actually you need to be around the team from 4am to midnight every day in order to, I, I don't buy it. The other thing I loved about Saturday, uh, Zach was, he didn't make boneheaded game management decisions. You would have thought that game would have moved so fast for him. He would have screwed up timeouts. They would have had delay of game penalties. Stuff where a guy on the sideline for the first time in that moment, the nerves would have gotten to him. That didn't happen at all. He was, I mean, McDaniels does
2: not set a high bar, but he was by far the better head coach in that game. And the team responded to his message yes, because this Colts exactly. team every game this year before this Raiders game. They have not had a lead at halftime. They've been getting outscored at an embarrassing rate, and it was the first time they had a lead at halftime this past Sunday.